The Humble Entrepreneur Podcast. My personal take on life and business by Robert Terry. Since 2005, I've been the co-owner of Nationwide Ventilation Limited, installing commercial kitchen ventilation. We've worked for the biggest names in the industry, including KFC and Taco Bell. The podcast gives you an insight into my journey and learnings along the way. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. Right, hey guys, Rob Terry here. Not been on here for a little while, so I thought I'd come on this Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon, Friday. God, losing the days already. Uh, Friday afternoon, so I thought I'd come on here live and do a video. So seven tips on building your self-confidence. Now, we all know the benefits, the reasons for building self-confidence and what it gives us. So let's crack into it. First one, number one, stop comparing yourself to others. As soon as you start comparing yourself to others, it is going to put you on a hide into nothing because you are not the other person. Hey, Connor. Um, so there is no point comparing yourself to others because all that's going to do is make you feel bad. It's going to make you feel crap. Simply just accept that the other person is completely and utterly different to you. They say comparison is the thief of all joy. Therefore, but as soon as you stop comparing yourself to others and accept that we're all on different paths, all on different journeys, and all on different parts of our life, you're going to find you're going to be a lot happier you're going to start to become a lot more confident and you're going to gain in self-confidence, guys. So number one, stop comparing yourself to others. It's a really simple, really easy one to do. We're all guilty of doing it. I know for a fact, I do it myself. I compare my live videos to Rob Moore uh, and his live videos where he's getting sort of hundreds of thousands of views, that sort of thing. Whereas I know for a fact that um, if I wanted to talk about commercial kitchen ventilation, Rob Moore wouldn't have a clue. So therefore, don't compare yourself to others it's going to make you a lot more happy. It's going to make you a lot more confident. And number two is to accept failure. Failure is the biggest thing you need to do to accept it or to learn to accept it because it's really simple failure. Failure is not actually failure. You've just failed at one thing. It doesn't mean you're a failure. And failure is all part of the learning process. Now, once you learn to accept failure, and that it's actually a good thing because if you are failing at something it means you're actually actively putting yourself out there trying to do something as opposed to actually just sitting in your comfort zone and doing nothing so if you learn to accept failure you're going to become less frightened of it therefore you're going to become more confident about things and once you become more confident things are going to get a lot better so accepting failure is a very easy and simple thing to do but for a lot of us it's a really difficult thing to do because to a lot of people, failing is perceived as bad, but it's not. It just means, you see, there's all these things that say failure is not failure. Failure is your first attempt in learning, etc. It is absolutely true. It is not permanent. It is not fatal. Failing at something is not going to kill you. You think about people like Edison. They failed their way to building the light bulb. So a thousand times of doing it, a thousand one time he actually did it. So he, his t take on that was not that he actually failed a thousand times. It's just he learned how not to do it a thousand times. So... To become more confident, you want to accept failure. Failure is part of the process and it's all part of the learning. Your biggest lessons in life will come from failure. Some of the biggest lessons in business that I've had have actually come when we've had our biggest fuck-ups, our complete and utter failures, we have learned the most from and they are the lessons that stick with you. So just treat them as lessons, treat them as learning and learn to accept you're going to fail. Anyone that doesn't fail is not actually doing anything. So trust me to... 
to, to learn to fail is actually a really good thing. So that's number two. Number three is a really another simple one because these are all nice, simple little things that you can do, guys, and that is to be prepared for something. It's like this one here. I've got this live video, but I've just got some notes there just so that I can remember what to talk about rather than just trying to completely ad-lib it. I know you guys just think that it sounds like I completely bloody wing all of these. It's not, but the more you prepare to do something, the better you're going to be when you do it. It's like in the boxing analogy, we practice hours and hours and hours in the gym so that when we go out for our first fight, our fights or whatever, we've prepared for it, we know what to expect, we know the shots to throw and anything like that. Same with public speaking. If you was going to go out and do a public speech, a keynote speech to say 200, 300 people, you wouldn't just rock up on the stage and just start talking. You would have your speech written down, you would prepare it, you'd probably run through it dozens and dozens of times, even down to a best man's speech at a wedding you would actually prepare for it. So the more prepared you are for things, the more confidence that gives you because you are doing something you're familiar with. People are less confident doing things when they're unfamiliar with doing them. So if you can be prepared and get prepared in yourself for doing something, it's gonna make you a lot more confident in what you're doing. So where, like I say, whether that's public speaking, whatever it may be, if you learn the ropes of it inside and out and you prepare for whatever it is you're doing, it is going to give you that added layer of confidence and that's going to come across when you're doing things like a public speech, for example. If you just turn up and wing it, people are going to know it. Whereas if you turn up and you've practiced it and then you're confident at it, you're going to look a lot more professional. So number three is to be prepared for it, guys. Number four is to set small goals. It's really simple. If you set small goals, which are nice, easily achievable ones, go for the low-hanging fruit, the really quick, easy, simple wins, that will then... Once you've done them, once you've achieved them, that will then give you the level of satisfaction that you've done it, you've achieved it, and that builds your confidence because you are actually hitting your goals, you're completing your goals, you're getting them done. So if you set small goals that are really easy to do and really easy to achieve, it's going to build your confidence because, like I say, you're going to have those little goals, you're going to hit them, and you're going to, um, once you've done it, you're going to have achieved them, so you're going to feel better about it, guys. So set small goals as well. Now this one, following on from that one, is to actually celebrate the little wins. Number five is to celebrate the little wins. So when you've set these small goals, actually reward yourself or do something for yourself to celebrate the little wins. And this makes you feel good about the fact that you've achieved your goals. So the better you feel about the fact that you've, got that you've done and you've achieved your goals, it's going to give you a sense of completion, a sense of satisfaction. So that is going to make you more confident. So it's a nice, easy one. And we all love to celebrate things. And it doesn't have to be something absolutely crazy. I mean, the whole thing about the Pomodoro effect is, uh, not the Pomodoro effect, the Pomodoro method of um, doing stuff is you set small bits to do, small chunks to work on, and then at the end of it, you reward yourself. So it's the same principle. Set small little goals and celebrate the little wins because it's just like Connor said, the little wins all add up to the bigger picture. Now, if you take your massive, big, hairy, scary-ass goal, break it down into little goals and then celebrate each one of them, celebrate the fact that you are working towards that bigger goal and in that fact and having the knowledge that you are working towards that bigger goal is going to give you much more confidence, guys. Now, number six is another nice, easy one, but it sounds a lot scarier than what it is, and that is to get out of your comfort zone, yeah? As Rob Moore would say, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable, and the more, the more you actually get out of your comfort zone, the more confidence it's going to give you because you're going to be able to tackle new things you're going to be able to take on tasks and 
it's just going to give you that sense again of being more confident. So the more you can get out of your comfort zone, I can't remember who it was, somebody said, you know, do one thing, at least one thing daily that scares you. We don't necessarily have to scare you to get yourself out of the comfort zone, but get out of your comfort zone and push yourself. And the more you're going to push yourself, the more that's going to give you the self-confidence in your abilities. So the more abilities you have, therefore the more confidence you get, the better you will be, guys. So that's number six. Number seven, do not to try to be perfect at everything. Everybody wants to perfect everything to start with. Don't do it because firstly it makes you shit or feel shit because you don't, you, you are never going to perfect it. Know when good enough is just that, that it is good enough. And knowing that good enough is a nice, easy, simple one. Oh, just knocked the camera there, sorry. Uh, knowing that good enough is in fact good enough is massively liberating and it is going to give you the confidence because you're going to, once you've done that, you know that that's right and that's done, you get it out there and that's going to think, again, it's going to give you that sense of completion, that sense of satisfaction. So imperfectionism, you are, there are certain cases, don't get me wrong, where you need to be perfect. If you are a bloody airline pilot, don't just rock up half ass pissed up and that kind of thing, trying to fly an airplane. No, you do have to be perfect. You have to go through everything for it but generally speaking your average joe blogs know when good enough is knowing when good enough is a great thing because it is going to help you and it's going to help you build your confidence so don't look for perfection and this one this is number eight which wasn't really in there because it was seven tips so that this is a real quick easy simple win and you can do it at any point during the daytime in your life and that is to smile simple guys nice easy one smiling activates muscles in your face which in turn tells your brain to release endorphins, which are happy hormones. The happier you are and the more smiling you are will show people you're happy, you're friendly, and therefore more confident, guys. So just simply, just stopping and smiling to yourself two, three times a day is gonna make you a lot more confident because it's gonna make you a lot happier. Your body is gonna release those endorphins that kind of thing and get you rocking. So there's seven quick and easy, simple things that we do or I do to help build self-confidence if you're having a bit of crap day. Because we all have days where we're not all feeling 100%, that kind of thing. And there's so many benefits. Uh, it's going to give you an increased, if you build your confidence, self-confidence, it's going to give you an increased sense of worth and self-worth. Um, it's going to make you try things. You're going to be open to trying new things a lot more, which again makes you more confident. When you're more confident, your performance is better. It's as simple as that. The more, you're, uh, the, the more confident you are, the better your performance gets. So, for example, sitting in front of a camera, the more confident you are, the better your performance is going to be in that. And at the same time, being confident helps to build resilience. At the moment, we need resilience. We all need as much resilience as possible, guys, because of what's going on in the world and the shit come, that's coming through with the, uh, the COVID pandemic and all that. So building resilience is massive. And being confident is, or being more confident is going to do that. It's also going to reduce the amount of anxiety. A lot of people suffering with anxiety. Well, the more confident you are, the less anxious you are. It's as simple as that. And lastly, the one of the best things is it's it, it makes you better and increases your ability to deal with stress as well. So there's loads of reasons you should actually be looking at increasing your self-confidence and boosting your self-confidence. And let's be honest, the more confident we are, the happier we are, guys, the better it's going to be for all of us. So that's seven quick tips. I'll go over them again. So number one, stop comparing yourself to others. Number two, learn to accept failure. Number three, be prepared and plan. Number four, set small goals, easy wins, grab the low-hanging fruit. Number five, celebrate those small wins. Number six, get out of your comfort, uh, your comfort zone. 
Get comfortable being uncomfortable. And number seven, do not look to be a perfectionist at everything. So those are the seven tips, guys. Get on, do them, and trust me, you will feel a lot more confident and a lot better for it. Right, Friday afternoon, I'm going to leave you guys to it because you've heard me prattle on for long enough. Thanks for tuning in listening, guys. Thanks again, Connor. You always tune in and listen, and I'll catch you all later on. Cheers, guys. Bye. See you later. I think we have to go. Remember, folks, stay humble and let your success talk for you.